Welcome to episode two of season two of The 10-Minute Leader. In this episode, you're going to hear from Polly Craik, one of the co-founders of Vexit, an organization that is passionate about building community and connections for businesses. In part one here, you're going to hear about her journey as a leader, both from the time where she built a business to the point where she's able to sell it, and now as she is launching again as a startup. And so really interesting journey in this part one that you hear. So tune in, hope you learn some good things and then find part two when it gets released later. Okay, everyone, welcome to the 10 Minute Leader podcast. I'm so excited for this episode as we have a special guest here today that is going to be sharing with us her leadership insights from her life of leadership and business involvement. And let me introduce her for all of you as you're tuning in. Polly Craig is one of the co-founders of Vexit, an online platform that helps connect people with professionals in a way that is easy, efficient, and rewarding. Now, before founding Vexit, Polly spent over 30 years as the president and CEO of Fine Line Solutions, and that was a company that helped nonprofits improve their relationships with donors. Polly's been involved in a number of business and community-based organizations over the years, including the role of the chair of the board of directors to the Manitoba Liquor and Lotteries Corporation, a director in the Business Council of Manitoba, and she's currently a director of the Exchange Income Corporation. She is born and raised in Winnipeg, and I'm excited to have you here, Polly, as a guest on the 10-Minute Leader here and sharing some of your, your insights. Did I miss anything in the intro? And maybe share a little bit about Vexit a little bit more. Thank you so much, Ben. It's great to be here. Well, Vexit you know, we are a startup, but we actually launched right before COVID hit in the end of January 2020. And it's been a ride ever since. We actually are a digital platform and have invested in technology so that an algorithm helps people find and connect with the right professional. But the exciting part is that what's growing is the community of people that are joining the network to learn through our free knowledge base, where we take all the expertise of our professionals that are in our marketplace and put them into digestible pieces of information, real life experiences, how people can learn. So it's been really rewarding. Well, it's a great platform. I've been on there myself. I'm a member as well. And being able to see the potential power of how those connections, but also that education can help a business, right? And I mean, as you know, you've ran a business. Sometimes it's those introductions and those pieces of connecting with others that can have the biggest difference in how a business is able to grow, right? So absolutely. That's for sure. I mean, just think about the fact that you're doing this and you're bringing other entrepreneurs and business owners and leaders into the fold. It's those conversations, listening to those that you really learn from others sharing their own experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why I started the 10 Minute Leader. So I I learn as much as anyone. I'm hoping it provides a lot of good learning to the people who listen in and kind of hear that wisdom from guests like yourself. But hey, if the only person who finds value is me, I think it's still worth it. Although I hope more people (laughs) find value too. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe let me start by asking you a question around your experience as a business leader and business owner that provided services within the nonprofit world. I mean, that's a unique world. Not a lot of businesses work with the nonprofit world in the way that you would have. And now as a leader in a tech startup, and what are some of the similarities? What are some of the differences that you've noticed between those different worlds? Or maybe they're not that different. Well, I think some of the similarities are that Both organizations, whether you're a nonprofit or a for-profit organization, you're still serving customers. And whether those customers can be defined as donors or members or consumers, it's still leading a business to a place where you're creating value for that end customer, consumer, and donor. And it's taking best practices from business and incorporating it into any organization. Sure. Yeah. And one of the interesting things that I found as 
kind of preparing for this interview with you, this 10 minute leader interview is the startup side of things. And there's not a lot of startup people that would have been involved in other businesses for over 30 years, right? And then now they're doing a startup. What kind of things did you learn from that experience that actually made you more equipped and ready for a startup than you would have been? The funny thing is we refer to ourselves as a backward startup because we have four co-founders that started this all with business backgrounds and all mature business owners. So normally when you think of tech startup, you're thinking that it's somebody with a really good idea that may have a talent at programming or an insight into a new industry at a very young stage where we were all mature business people that had an idea. But where the concept originally came from was from my partner, Duncan Jessamine, who he left the practice of law 30 years ago for the very reason that the whole industry had moved to focus on bill by the hour, how many hours you're billing versus the value that you're giving and creating for a client. And he was worried that you know, we need to create a business that's going to be fun and rewarding for the professionals and helping them find and connect with the right customers who need their services. And so that's where the initial thought behind Vexit came from was solving the world for both sides of our marketplace, professionals and the consumers. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's a great model. Let me ask you about some of the different leadership principles and characteristics that you've kind of tried to emulate from other leaders that you've worked with, because you've been able to work with a lot of leaders over the years. What are those principles? What are those characteristics that you've grabbed hold of that you've tried to integrate into your leadership? Yeah, I've been around a long time. And so I've had the privilege of watching and following and learning from so many people over my career. And I honestly find the strongest leaders are those that are really able to humanize themselves, that are willing to be vulnerable and show that they care. They don't have to be the smartest person in the room. They have good listening skills. They're empathetic. They're human. They have humility, but they also are good listeners and are able to draw out the expertise in other people. And I have admired over the years, so many people that are willing to also share their mistakes and bumps and bruises that they've made their own mistakes along their way. So many, so many great leaders that I admire. Right. right. And what I like about what you said, the humility side of things, right? And, and sometimes as leaders, there's this impression that we need to be perfect and have it all together and you know, have the right answers all the time. But it doesn't take very long when you're in a leadership role to realize that a lot of times you don't have all the answers and you don't know everything that's going on. And it's okay to say that it's not going to ruin your impact. It's actually going to help your impact. Yeah. I don't know if you follow Simon Sinek at all. You probably, yeah. you know, he's very good at sending out messages. And I always remember one thing that he said, and I'll probably mess it up. And it's not exactly his words, but he defined, you know, there's leaders and then there's those who lead. And you can be a leader because you have a title or you're put in a position of power because you may be at a certain level in an organization. But then there's those who lead and true leaders, people follow not because they have to, because that's the pecking order, but because they're inspired to. And that's something that has always stuck with me over the years. Why do people want to follow? And especially in today's world and where we're at right now with, you know, heading into this fourth wave of the pandemic, so many companies, the biggest challenge is how do we maintain and attract and retain our human capital. And what is going to do that? Why are people going to join an organization and stay with an organization? If they're not inspired and they're not being listened to, and they're not made to be feel like they're part of building a great enterprise, 
why would they stay? There's so many other things going on in people's lives that we really have to be willing to listen and understand and put their lives at the forefront along yeah. with the lives of the organization that they're helping you build. Right. Well, and of course, as we're recording this, we're in the midst of a worldwide pandemic that has only accentuated that need to yeah. care for your people and listen to them and hear what the challenges they're going through and how you can adapt your leadership style and your business structure to help people, right? Such a key Absolutely. thing for us. Yeah, for sure. I see it. Maya um, Angelou, you know, that's the other thing that just popped in my head. It's not what you say or do that people remember. It's how you make them feel. Hmm. And I think right at the stage that we're at right now, how important that is, because there's so much stress that we can't even understand what people are going through. And when you're not, you know, working remote, that has a different dynamic to it. So you have to find ways to be there with people in other ways. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. I'm not you know, a fan of living in the past. I think we can learn from our past. But if you think of your past, you think of your years involved in leadership, is there anything that you look back at and say, hey, you know, I, I wish I would have done that differently or maybe had a different approach. Is anything like that stands out to you? You know, I'm with you. I also choose not to live in the past. I'd rather, you know, recognize and be present and with a view into the future. I think that I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't made all the failures that I had along the way. Mm -hmm. And if I could repeat it and not make those mistakes, then I wouldn't have had the learnings. Right. So I really choose to just accept where I've come from and absolutely have I made so many, so many mistakes, but that is absolutely where all of my learnings have come from. Would I change anything? I would add a few things. Maybe I wouldn't mm. change things. Sure. I think I would take more risks, mm. fail faster, mm. great ideas, if, unless you can execute on them. They're nothing more than an idea. And I think that maybe I had a few ideas that if I had acted on them, I could have had additional fun along the way, Sure, but I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't do anything different. I would just add some mm -hmm. stuff. I love that answer. And I love how you tie that into if you wouldn't have had the things that go wrong or the things that maybe challenges that you had to overcome, whatever the case is, you wouldn't be who you are today. Right. And that's the beauty of leadership and well, beauty of life. It's absolutely learn from the things that we've had happen in the past. And they're part of our experience. They're part of our story. Yeah, absolutely. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of the 10 minute leader. I hope it was valuable for you in your own leadership journey. I know we're all on a leadership journey. I know I'm growing every day. So thanks for tuning in and listening to what this guest had to say. My name is Ben Duick, and I'm the CEO and founder of Cantera Leadership. If you have any questions about leadership, feel free to reach out and let me know. I'll be happy to engage with you. Or if you have any suggestions for guests for the upcoming episodes, let me know. Have a great day.